Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Get Well with Joelle. I'm your host, Joelle. How's everybody doing today? We are back with episode 7. I'm so excited. So the doors to the I Am Ashram are now open. So let's take a seat, get a notebook, get some water, a beverage, and let's get into it. So today we are going to start our journey together learning about chakras. And you know how we do in this neck of the woods? And we do what? Start with the facts. So let's get our little history lesson in before we begin. So the chakra system originated in India between 1500 and 500 BC, which it was first seen in the oldest text called the Vedas. Now, according to chakra philosophy, the whole universe is perceived as being created, penetrated, and sustained by two fundamental forces, which are supposed to be a impermanent perfect and indestructible union. Thus, the principle of polarity is the foundation stone of the chakra system. Okay? Now, disclaimer, as usual, because there's been many hands in the pot, so what I'm saying is the research that I've found, but I'm sure you can find things that counter everything I'm saying. So let's just put that out there. So when um chakras made its way to the west an englishman um by the name of arthur had translated old indian texts on chakras and he called it serpent power and that was actually published in 1919 so these texts were actually the main understanding of chakra theory in kundalini yoga today. Serpent power is basically the primary source of information of our understanding in the western society of the seven central chakra system. However, there was another person named Sri Amit Ray and he believed that there are as many as 114 chakras all over the body and this was discovered in 2018 um, that those 114 chakras in the human body he found based on meditation experiences and the oral tradition which is how the knowledge was originally passed on nothing was written he compiled the 14, 114 chakras with glands, hormones, brain areas, neurons, neurotransmitters, axes, and, and so he designed 21 chakra pathways for deep meditation. And they are all designed to aid in the accuracy of your meditation and transmission of the healing energy for your soul. Okay, so moving on from the theory portion of chakras, because we could go all day back and forth on that, on what you believe and what you don't believe. I'm going to let you guys do your Googles 
and research what your theory is on chakras. So let's just break down what is a chakra. So chakras are considered to be points of metaphysical and biophysical energy of your human body, which provides a pathway to flow of energy. They're also considered gradations of consciousness that reflects the state of the soul. And in Chinese medicine, traditional chakra locations correspond with acupuncture points, which kind of correlates with what Sri Amit was saying. Those chakras are concentrated energy centers in your body. Now let's break down the word of chakra. You wonder why I keep saying that, don't you? <laughs> the root word is chakra, okay? Which means wheel or disc. Chakra is actually a Sanskrit term. And chakras are spinning wheels of energy and light. So quickly, the seven chakras... From top, meaning the head, all the way down to the bottom would be your crown chakra, then your third eye, your throat chakra, your heart chakra, the solar plexus chakra, the sacral chakra, and lastly, the root chakra. Now, I'm in the beginning stages of gaining my Reiki certification along with a couple other healing certifications. So I thought we would learn together and start breaking down these chakras one by one and kind of digging in um, to use this as a center for all of our inner healings and a way to kind of see where energy is lacking or excessive and we would be able to as a whole community align ourselves and um, get ourselves back into a homeostasis so this episode i want to start at the bottom started from the bottom now we here okay with the root chakra okay so what everybody first wants to know is what is the root chakra and why do we need it? What? How do we know if it's working? How do we know if it's blocked or if it's in excess? I got you. I got you. So the root chakra is our first chakra and it's located at the base of the spine. It's your pelvic floor and the very first three vertebra. So it's responsible for your sense of safety, security, and regulates the energy associated with your instinct, your survival. It's basically like your naked and afraid chakra, okay? If you were out in the jungle, in the woods with nothing, or home alone, like Macaulay Culkin, this is the one that needs to be activated so you can be okay with life. In Sanskrit, the root chakra is called the muladhara, and that breaks down into two Sanskrit words, which is mula, young mula, baby, meaning root, and adhara, which means support or base. All right, so let's get into, are they aligned, are they in balance, excess, or deficient? So if your root chakra is deficient, 
You might be feeling um, sluggish, passive, blocked. You'd be prone to issues such as anxiety, suspicion, withdrawing. Those are not good things, right? And when you're imbalanced due to trauma, like what I explained, or chronic fear, at the end of the day, it's all a disruption in the flow of your life, correct? That's right. Deficiency protects us, whereas excessiveness overcompensates. So let's do the opposite now. Let's say you have an overactive root chakra. You could be quick to anger. You could obsess about money, have a mistrust of others. Um, you could be a workaholic. You might feel like there is never enough to go around. You could be hypervigilant of any kind of perceived that signs of threat or like paranoia. And these blocked energy centers can also lead us into constant personal, existential, and relationship issues. So that is no bueno. Now you want to know, Joel, how do I fix it? How do I fix it? Well, let's set the mood, okay? The first thing that I like to do is, of course, cleanse the area and cleanse myself. And I like to use essential oils. And I like to use some kind of like smoke blend of herbs bundle situation. You can use patchouli, sandalwood, vetiver, cloves, black pepper, ginger. Those are all things um, incense and herbal wise that you can use to um, activate your root chakra. So now we can go into our non-traditional and traditional forms of meditation in order to balance and align your root chakra. Okay, so let's say we're not in our kumbaya phase and we ain't trying to sit around and we have things to do, right? Let's start with some Kegel exercises. That's right, I said it. Kegel exercises. We are working at the root, right? And both men and women are able to exercise their Kegels. What you're doing is basically for women, you're tightening um, your pelvic floor. So you're focusing on your pelvis, your pelvic floor, and you're tightening and releasing. I like to do it when I'm on the toilet. That's easy way to do it. And men, you could do that too. If you're using the restroom, urinating, the pushing um, of the muscle, the Kegel muscle, tightening it, holding it, releasing it, doing that maybe 10 to 15 times, get your Kegel strong. That's also good, ladies, if you're having a baby, not for nothing. But locking or tightening these certain areas of your body will help bring strong energy and strength to that area of the first chakra, which as we said, is in your pelvic region or your root. You can also do some yoga poses such as the child pose, the forward bend, mountain pose, even a simple squat or warrior pose. All of those things engage you at your pelvis area. Now let's say we're ready to meditate. Earthing in the grass, which is where you 
walk on the grass with your um, bare feet for the specific purpose of recharging your energetic field, once again, think about what we're talking about, roots, right? So let's say you're doing this and you're sitting and you're grounding, earthing, and you want to close your eyes and you want to focus that there are roots coming from your body that you are earthing into the ground, tapping in to life source. Now, the color associated with the root chakra is red. So as you're meditating, you want to envision the color red glowing brightly at the base of your spine. It's the beginning of that root chakra, cleansing and balancing. Starting with the simple meditation and imaging um, of the red light at your tailbone, you want to, um, like I said, pretend that that light is extending down your legs into your feet and rooting yourself into the earth, literally plugging in to the earth. Because physically, it does support our legs, our feet, and our foundation. An unbalanced root chakra will cause issues with those um, body parts and your digestive system. And then the emotional imbalances will also cause you to not feel supported. Insecure could be even loneliness and fear. We all know that fear stems from your inner beliefs and unresolved pain. So take your time, reflect on the root of your fears. And we can do that with another form of healing, which is journaling. Or you can talk to a friend or a therapist or a God. How about that? Because that's my favorite journal. They hear it all, okay? The good Lord. Another thing you can do while meditating or not is um, saying affirmations and even chanting. Some affirmations or mantras you can say is, I am centered and whole. I trust the wisdom of life. I have everything I need. I am safe and secure. I surrender. I am strong, stable, and at peace. I am grounded, supported, and abundant. The chant that um, most use is LAM. So once again, I want you guys to remember we are talking about the root chakra and stability and security. So you need to emphasize those things um, when you're having an issue, if you feel um, an unbalance there. Maybe the guided meditations that state those affirmations, you want to try to find some um, binaural beats and you should look for a 396 hertz or the 417 hertz, those are specific to the root chakra. Maybe while you are listening to some of those binaural beats, you want to eat some food. Guess what? You can also balance your chakras with food. Let me tell you some of the deliciousness that you can indulge in to get you mind and body right so who would have thought <laughs> root vegetables 
those are things like carrots, potatoes, parsnips, beets, onions, garlics, uh, protein-rich foods, eggs, meats. If you're not um, a carnivore, you can have beans, tofu, peanut butter. Think of things that grow beneath the ground, right? You want to also go back to Remember, the color is red for the root chakra. Red root. You could have things that are fruits that are red, like apples, tomatoes, pomegranates, strawberries, raspberries. Um, those are delicious things that I'm sure that you probably ingest on a daily basis. So guess what? When you're seeing red from the rage, easy enough, keep doing more things that have red or are red. That's easy enough, right? Let's move on. How about herbs? Some herbs that are also associated with the root chakra are angelica, root, ashwagandha, cinnamon, ginger, clove, damiana, donquai, raspberry leaf, turmeric, and cayenne. And who would have thought? Most of those things are in the reddish family, aren't they? Lastly, let's talk crystals. Some root chakra crystals would be um, jasper, hematite, smoky quartz, carnelian, and black tourmaline. So once again, we have to think about what are you the usual issues with um having an imbalanced root chakra and it's we're having an issue grounding right so those are things that um help you with grounding as well as the carnelian is good for creativity and um emotional stability and it's also red so so we'll be repping red on the days that the root is straight up uprooting okay so I wanted to leave you with a little quote maybe two the source one says maybe you're searching among the branches for what only appears in the roots and that was by Rumi and that is a word oh show the next one I can't leave you just one I'm sorry had to leave you with the African proverb when the root is deep there is no reason to fear the wind. <laughs> Hallelujah. So let's get these foundations right. Let's get them tight. Let's get them cemented down so there is no swaying us. And as always, I wanted to thank you for getting to know me this episode. And I give thanks to you for opening up to receive as I am opening up to receive you all and made the I Am Ashram give you the opportunity to open the doors to oneness. See you next week. <laughs>